I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is PsychHacks, Better Living Through Psychology. And the topic of today's short talk is what to do if you are bored in a relationship. Now, this advice applies equally to all kinds of relationships. It will work in a platonic relationship or a familial relationship or a romantic relationship. And it's actually very simple. I guarantee it's something that you can do right away as you are at absolutely no expense. Just like solving any other problem, if you want to stop feeling bored in a relationship, all you need to do is change your behavior with respect to the underlying causal issue. So why are you feeling bored? What is the underlying causal issue? I guarantee that in every relationship in which you have ever felt bored, you have felt bored because the two of you, for whatever reason, stopped telling each other the truth. So the solution to any relationship plagued by boredom is to start telling the truth. I assure you, if you start telling the truth, you won't be bored for very long. And I don't mean tell the truth in the sense of some objective universal wisdom. I mean, tell the truth in the sense of your personal lived experience. If you are bored in your marriage, go up to your wife, open your mouth and say, I'm bored with our marriage. Lately, I've been fantasizing about having an affair or getting a divorce or just going out for cigarettes and never coming back. And that's because the only other emotion I can remember feeling recently besides boredom is a vague sense of dread that I'm going to spend the rest of what could be the only life I'm ever going to have suffocating in a middling, lukewarm existence of comfort and complacency. Guess what? Your marriage isn't going to be boring anymore. And that's because depending on the emotional maturity of your partner, you're either going to fight, well, if that's how you feel, just pack your bags and go, or you're going to feel like larger and more present, which will be a relief because you're bringing more of yourself to the relationship. I had no idea you felt that way. Or you're going to learn that there's still plenty that you don't know about this other person. Oh, I'm so glad that you said that. I thought I was the only one. However, no matter the outcome, your experience of the relationship will have shifted significantly and you may no longer be able to rely on your old scripts and evasions. The truth is out and must be contended with. And while potentially uncomfortable, this is probably better than any other alternative. Now, some of you might be thinking, oh, no thanks, Orion. I think I'd prefer boredom to potential conflict. And it's like, fair enough. People need to choose their battles. Maybe the boredom wasn't all that bad. And you need to learn how to tolerate a modicum of it in your relationships. On the other hand, perhaps you tolerate boredom because it's the emotional consequence of a codependent compromise solution. Many people actually don't want to know the truth because if they knew the truth, they might have to actually do something about it which beyond just requiring effort 
might very well be painful and discomforting besides. And this is why people who start telling the truth are almost universally punished by their communities to begin with. The truth creates a necessity for change, which is uncomfortable and expensive and potentially something no one else asked for. The truth might also require giving up certain benefits or privileges that inhere in the status quo. This often produces a kind of implied understanding between the people in the relationship. Namely, I'm not really going to show up or ask about your truth, and you're not really going to show up or ask about my truth. And we're both going to pretend that neither one of us knows about either one of us knowing about this arrangement. Neither person wants to go through the trouble of changing that the truth would necessitate, but neither person is willing to forego the benefits and security of the relationship by jeopardizing the compromise solution it represents. Now, before I go any further, if you're liking what you're hearing, please consider sending this episode to someone who might benefit from its message because it's word of mouth referrals like this that really help to make the channel grow. You can also tip me in proportion to the value you feel you've derived from this episode. You can do that by going to my website and donating to me directly through Venmo. I really appreciate your support. It's donations like that that help keep all of this going. Thank you very much. So that's how people end up bored in their relationships. They rely more and more on scripts and roles and kind of end up just going through the motions. The relationship is maintained, but there is a distinct absence of emotional intimacy. And this not only creates boredom, it creates loneliness. Contrary to popular belief, loneliness isn't caused by being alone. It's caused by being around people who you cannot connect with emotionally. This is why, in my opinion, the loneliest place in the world is New York City. No matter where you go, you're surrounded by people who won't even look you in the eye. And the loneliest I personally have ever felt in my life was sleeping next to a woman who didn't see me for who I was. So the idea here is to start telling the truth to people with whom you're in close personal relationships as best you can. But that doesn't mean the full unvarnished truth. The full unvarnished truth is like looking straight at the sun. No one can really take too much of that. And here's the thing. Very often, telling people the unvarnished truth is actually a different form of hiding. Those who have no censor, and just speak their truth all the time, irrespective of other people's feelings, might be hiding from their own suppressed dependency and the degree to which they need relationships for their own survival and well-being. They hide also from their own gentler feelings, feelings like kindness or compassion or benevolence, and thereby live in a falsified version of reality. Now, this doesn't mean we should lie to spare someone else's feelings, though, to be honest, that can be called for from time to time. It means we should strive to find ways to tell the truth in ways that other people can hear without feeling brutalized. Also, telling the truth is less about revealing your deep, dark secrets 
and more about sharing your actual lived emotional experience, which is the ultimate substance of our lives. This sharing is not really a litany of facts. First this happened to me, then this, then that, but a willingness to communicate your internal experience. And this is because in order to be loved, you have to risk being known. People can only love to the depth of their understanding. Anything beyond that is an infatuation based on projected fantasy. You will make your connections infinitely more vital by bringing that emotional immediacy back into your relationships. Emotions are like the weather. Like the weather, they're connected to the ever-changing present moment, and they're indispensable to the never-ending process of growth, decay, and renewal that is isomorphic with nature. A relationship without emotions would be like a planet without an atmosphere, static and suffocating. And one of the names we give this sense of suffocation is boredom. So if you've been feeling this in the context of your close relationships, it might be time to bring more of your lived experience into these dynamics. And you can start with your experience of feeling bored. What do you think? Does this fit with your own experience? Let me know in the comments below. And if you've gotten this far, you might as well like this episode and subscribe to this channel. You may also consider becoming a channel member with perks like the priority review of comments or booking a paid consultation. As always, thank you for listening.